All right, we are back right here on the Classic Metal Show. That, of course, was Dokken, acoustic version of Alone Again. We'll send that one out to Neely, who may or may not be sitting around listening tonight. And if he is, you know, give him a little We Dokken. love you, Neely, and our thoughts are with you, man. You know, shit. Yeah, what a... Uh, I, I don't want to get into that again, but my God. Yeah. What, what a what an awful way to to start off last week and just ruin his whole... His whole time, man, you know, his whole week and probably much more as you, you know, go through grieving like that. It just sucks. But, mm-hmm. but we are here not grieving tonight. We, I think we've had a pretty fun show so far, dude. I had fun, man, under the circumstances, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and dude, I, you know, I, I know I said it to you behind the scenes. I'll say it to you publicly, man. I can't, cannot thank you enough for giving me six hours of time to do this man it's a long haul so i've never done anything like that but it was what with you it was easy shit yeah it's easy to do i i that's what i remember i told you that the other day i said i said if you're going smooth you look up and the time's done you know yeah. and, it's, and it's like it was this not is, a struggle to get through it all it was just yeah. like hanging out with your buddy it was absolutely you know. well let's hang out a little more we got one more hour to go i'm sure we will kill that with this segment um <laughs> um I wanted to, I've got a bunch of different things here that I wanted to go through that are musician based. Sure. And, and more because you have the experience, not only being in a band, a traveling working band, but you've all also, because of your association with Steven, you've kind of watched the rat thing happen a lot closer than a lot of us have. And I'm not going to ask you about rat stuff. But I mean, you've seen the inner workings where you can probably talk about it a little bit more than oh, yeah. us, us dummies as fans. So, <laughs> or clear some things up, maybe. Yeah, exactly. But so, I saw this story this week, and it, and it it really brings into question to me: when is a band not a band anymore? And, and the story is, um, this band revolution saints, are you hip to them at all? Yeah. With, uh, it's Jack blades, uh, Doug Aldridge and, um, and Dean Castronovo. Mm-hmm. They make, versions. yeah, three great guys, except that two of them left. Ugh. So it's now mm-hmm. Dean, Dean stayed, Okay. but it's now Dean Joel Holkstra and um jeff pilson okay so they're keeping the the bar real high yeah i mean it's still three great musicians yep but is it really is it revolution saints when you lose revolution stinks (laughs) no i don't know i've never even heard them you know i need to check them out let's pull some up we can pull some up we can play a little revolution saints hold on all I know is that Dean Castronovo is the greatest singer that does not sing ever. He is fucking amazing. Like singing journey shit. He's, he's I ridiculous. Like, wait, wait, what? Like, yeah. He's so much better than the Arnold guy that they have. Yeah. I'm I, like, Oh, I, I would agree been okay with him singing. Even if they, they got a different drummer and had him up front, dude, they would have been okay with that. They did this when, when, um, Neil Sean was fighting with Jonathan Kane a couple of years ago. They did a, a project together called Journey Through Time. And it was just playing the old Journey stuff. It was playing nothing new and everything up to like Escape. I think okay. that's as far as they went up. And they played all the real old stuff. The, 
you know, um, where were you and, you know, little girl and, you know, like the really mm-hmm. old stuff from the cat from captured back mostly. Okay. And Dean was the singer and Dean was so much better than Arnell. I agree with you. They don't, yeah. they don't need Arnell because Dean, Dean is this amazing singer all by himself. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's, and what's funny, I don't know if you ever met Dean. Have you met him before? No, I have not. I've never met any of the journey dudes. When you meet Dean, you'd never believe he's the guy with that voice because he's like, Hey man, how you doing brother? You know, what's going on? Like, wow. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have any range at all. Yeah, Really raspy. Sounds like he drinks 14 shots of bourbon an hour. And, and yet then he's, he breaks it out. He's like wheel in the sky. You know, yeah, I mean, nutty. I think I heard him sing open arms or something, or he, he does, does sing something. He, he does faithfully. Show. He does faithfully. faithfully yeah. Yeah. Show. And kills it. And, and just does it better and, than Arnell. And it's, that's such a hard song. It's like, yeah, if this guy's doing that song, why isn't he doing all the songs? Cause that, yeah. that part at the end, where, I came up with this, man. It has to be because even though he sounds phenomenal, maybe, maybe it dips and he, and he's, it, they don't know what's going to go on with him. He's kind of a wild card, and, and maybe his voice doesn't hang in there every well, night. I don't know. It's, it seemed to on these Journey Through Time gigs. If you watch them on YouTube, it, it's amazing. He got through the whole show, and they did oh, yeah. the tour and all Amazing. That. And, and he's, doing this, yeah. he's doing it while drumming, and it's fucking yeah. spot on perfect. Well, shit, I don't get it, man. I yeah, don't I don't get it. it. The only thing I could think of is that he had the meth problem, and they're, you know, they're not going to fire Arnell and put all their faith in a guy that fucking had a meth problem what he needs to do is get our arnell on crack so it doesn't so the method <laughs> doesn't seem so bad <laughs> yeah that'll work all right here's the revolution scene so that you have a taste here we go of course i picked a ballad <laughs> all right stop we're not gonna go we're not gonna go we're not going with the ballad. Okay, man. yeah woo ready I got my lighter going for the folks at home that can't see. This one looks like. All right. Here we go. All right. Mm -hmm. Ooh, the double horns. It looks good, man. I was lost, I couldn't find Tried to see it all But I was blind There's a heaven, there's a hell I was down so low I couldn't tell I knew there was a lot to see Are the vocals too loud? Um, maybe a little Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, maybe a little. I mean, he's, you know, but this is, this is a good song to kind of get the feel for these yeah. guys. It's Castronovo, but also Jack Blades from Night Ranger, training yeah. vocals, and now you're going to replace him with Pilsen. You remember that show, The Greatest American Hero? Oh yeah. He looks like the guy that yells at the Superman guy. <laughs> Right there, doesn't he? He does with long hair. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 
So what do you think? Do you think is this still uh, the Revolution Saints with Oh, with with Justine? With Dean and and two new guys. Oh, she's singing, yeah. But but this guy was a singer too, Jack Blades. He sings on some of the songs also. He's singing on this one. He's, is it just a temporary leave of absence? No, they're out. Be, they're like we're done, dude. They, I dude, I I what you know, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the Eddie Trunk guy that goes, Well, I broke this story, but <laughs> but Aldridge told me this two months ago in an interview that I did with him okay. that he left Revolution Saints and that Hulkstra was the guy. And he said that he left because he's doing uh, Dead Daisies and he doesn't want to split his time, he wants to, you know, be dedicated to one band, right? So, okay. So he's definitely out. And and I'm pretty sure Jack Blades, I mean Night Ranger's so busy. Jack Blades doesn't have time for this. Yeah. You know, Night Ranger's always playing. I can't I can't remember a time they weren't on tour in the last 10 years. Hmm. Well, they must do a lot of like out of the country stuff or something. No, they played, dude. They're 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 in the same circuit you are. Just Revolution just Saints? Okay. No, no, not not Revolution Saints. They they never play because all these guys are working. Yeah, I was gonna say it was just no, like, Re Revolution Saints. Saints. They've they've played like two gigs or something, if that. Yeah. Many, because okay. Because Jack Blades is in Night Ranger. Right. Dean is this in is Journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dean's in Journey, and um, and um, what's his name? Doug Aldridge is in Dead Daisies. So they need to get this third gig. <laughs> yeah, well, but but replace now they replace these guys with other guys that are too busy. Uh, Pilsen's in Foreigner. Foreigner never stops touring, and and Dean's not. I'm sorry, I'm out of the loop here. And so he's not playing with Journey right no, now. No, he is. There. He's the drummer he for Journey, and he's not happy with that. He's happy with that, but he's also doing this. I Dean mean, is one of these guys. Journey thing, dude. Dean is one of these guys that's in fucking fourteen bands. <sighs> Dean's in. Dean is in Journey. He's in Revolution Saints. Mm -hmm. I believe he's in Hardline. And um, he is in a little side band with Johnny Gioelli from Hardline, just called Castronovo Gioelli. See, I cannot relate. I'm just way too lazy to relate to any <laughs> kind of the thought of that being in that. I couldn't do it, man. Maybe two gigs. See, I, I, I don't. I think if you have, I think if you have three gigs, you don't have one gig. I, I always yeah, have. Yeah, like what? Is, How know, about one really good gig? Yeah, well, just, and Journey know, would be it somewhere. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I enjoy I mean, my regular guy time. Can it can it really be that Journey doesn't pay enough? Oh. I mean, that's a huge game. They how much do you think those guys make a night? Uh, half, Journey with the oh yeah. man, half a million. Shit, half, well, on a private event, certainly. I would think probably on the regular events too. I mean, they play fucking 18,000 seats everywhere they go. Right. I got to think they're, I got to think they're bank minimum 250,000. Don't you think? Right. Yeah. Uh, that's see, they're in a different echelon than us. So I'm trying to think about that. I'm like, wow, that's oh, a lot. That's a lot of um, money. I mean, I, he ain't making $1,500 a gig. If he yeah, is, I'm he's sure fucked. Right, right. I would you if they're making that kind of bank, you would think he's getting thousands or mm -hmm. was on some really healthy salary if they're on tour or something. Yeah, you gotta think you gotta think he's probably on a salary for like ten grand a week or something. Right. You know, you I, you gotta think that. 
Well, you know what? I, who am I to judge? I don't know what his lifestyle is. No. Or no. what you know how what level he's living at. Oh, I know he's. I'll not take the lower that. level and not have to work too hard. <laughs> you know I mean? Steven's the perfect one for you. Not too much. Perfect. Not, not enough. Yeah. Well, just I'm enough. Not. I mean, when I was younger, I did it. I mean, even in in this band, you know, where you're going out for like six months, right, at a time, and that's brutal, man. You get you go a little crazy living mm -hmm. out of a suitcase for that long. You know what I mean? It feels yeah. good to come home and recharge for a bit. And this weekend stuff's even better, you know. Go sure. Out with the boys, play some casinos, play some fairs, come back to my pets, my girl. Yeah, have a great place out here on the beach. Yeah, that doesn't sound awful. No. <laughs> it really doesn't sound bad at all, actually. It's awesome. But so to you, is it still Revolution Saints? Yeah, to me, because I don't didn't I'm not that invested in it either. You know, I wouldn't even know. I well, wouldn't have even know. How about that. how about just any old band? Let's say right. like Warrant right now. Warrant is basically all the guys except the singer. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can take that. But if like Eric and Jerry left again mm -hmm. and you had Robert Mason and who's the drummer? Sweet. Something sweet. Okay. Yeah. I, I think. Oh no, I'm warrant. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something, some, some sweet Steven sweet, maybe. Yeah. Steven yeah. Swi Swisher. So if it was I think it was Swisher. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not a warrant aficionado, but <laughs> I know this. If if you lost Dixon and um, Eric Turner, if they left and were replaced by Eric Ferentinos and um, some other guy, mm -hmm. is it still warrant? Uh, if that, that's what it says on the check, pay me. I don't mean that. <laughs> I, I mean for the fan. For the fan. Does the, the fan? Do, I don't know, care about them. Well, I um, no. but I mean, you know, as well as I do, Stephen was out doing rat and no one was buying it, including Stephen. Well, let me set the stage for my okay. answer. Okay. This all kind of started for me. I was noticing in the, with the Motown era. Okay. You know, like by the 1980s. Right. We're seeing that it wasn't the original guys, nor did like, uh, you know, with the, you know, of course we could get into the radio bands versus the video bands. Cause that sure. does mm -hmm. make a difference. It doesn't it does. really make a difference anymore. Uh, and then in some ways, even with the, when a band's a video band, there gets to be a point where so much time goes by that the real guys are so old. You wouldn't fucking recognize them either. Right. You know, from their heyday anyway. And there's, so there's a point where, you wouldn't even know the difference. Mm -hmm. How many years have gone by? You know, after 30 years, 40 years, I right. mean, you know, it's, I, I do think in most situations that the bands should keep going because everything's going to die. Even the, after all the guys leave? Yeah. In some cases, you know, uh, because if, if the band's just going to die out forever and they had some cool hit songs, I mean, it kind of, it kind of keeps them out there. You know what I mean? It mm -hmm. keeps it keeps it alive at a certain level, but that's after a long time, you know, right. when it's in the first, you know, 20 years, you know, you want to see the classic lineup and stuff, but then there's a point where you, maybe you would rather see some younger guys in the band. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I mean, we're all friends with Dokken. 
but I wouldn't mind seeing somebody else singing. Right. Personally. I mean, uh, you know, again, I don't, I don't begrudge Don one ounce for taking those gigs and playing them and mm. croaking his way through the songs. That's fine. Mm. You know, I mean, that's his, that's his living. I get it. He looked good recently when I saw him, uh, you know, I'll yeah. give him that. Well, I'm sure he did until right. he got in front of the mic and then it's a different story. <laughs> well, what would he do? Play guitar? He's a great guitarist. Uh, he can't play because of his hand. I mean, he'd be oh, out of the great. band. He'd be out of the band. He, I, I'm saying, I'm saying with Dokken, if they replaced Don with a singer that sounds like Don in 1987 and Don just collects a royalty yeah. for owning the Dokken name, is that okay? Or is that not okay? Uh, yeah, that might be the one exception when the band's called the guy's fucking name. You know what I mean? Like, okay. That might be the one time you're not allowed to do that. So if the so Slaughter couldn't do it. Mm, right, because it's Mark Slaughter. But Jackal could. Right. Exactly. You're that getting makes this. no sense. What are you talking about? You don't, you don't like my logic? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> what? It's, you know, uh, it'd be like... Uh, what you know fleetwood mac with no mick fleetwood or christy mcvee yeah that's what i agree but that's you know it's still just a, a brand name at this point van halen with no actual van halen's in it well again that this is your point not mine only on that one is a time that that like but these other band names where it's like it's not the guy's name but it's like a band name and they yeah. do it. I think it's okay. Especially if the families of the people, it helps them to get paid in some capacity. Does anybody ever consider that? You know, like, yeah. uh, you know, maybe the widows or mm -hmm. for, of some of these guys could use a little bread themselves, you know, maybe sure. it helps the families of the people that help create that music. Yeah. It's another thing to think about. Consider. Do you think we're just in a weird time now where, I think be, I think it's the first time in rock history where we're at this point where the the bands are not the sell as much anymore as the music is. Mm -hmm. The music is much more. I mean, in the eighties, in the nineties, the band was the sell. You wanted to see Dokken, Warrant, right? Corn, Disturbed. You know, you wanted to see those bands. Now you just want to kind of hear those songs. You don't care who hits, plays them yeah. as long as they play them well. Yeah, that you can hear the hits. They sound good. You recognize mm -hmm. them. If it could be the original singer, great. If not, you better be fucking good at it. Yeah, like you know? the Foreigner gig. I've seen the Foreigner gig a couple of times, and it's fucking amazing. Right. It's and I saw Foreigner in the day with with Mick or Lou Graham. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw him in the on in '85 on the Agent Provocateur tour. And, and it wasn't nearly as good as what he does, what they do now with Kelly Hansen and Jeff Pilsen. Right. Not, I mean, not even close, but is that really foreigner? Did you guys, did you guys check out the new great white singer? Did you talk about that at all? I, I saw just one video of the guy. He sounds okay. Great yeah. white has just become this, you know, it's a revolving door of silliness anymore, man. Right. It, it just you know, and I, and I hate that because Mark's a really nice guy. I like Mark, mm. you know, I, I'm definitely not trying to shit on Mark at all, but bro, when you've had six singers in 10 years or whatever, it might be time.
Right. Well, I would I would normally agree, and I we did play a couple gigs with them this year. Right. When they had a couple other singers mm-hmm. in there, and it was goofy, and I'm like, oh, why are you guys even bothering? But then you could tell that they got this like unicorn. I mean, I yeah, I know you said you think he's okay. He's pretty young, the guy that they got. Yeah. But, what's his name? Something Carlisle. Yeah, but I mean, he looks like a young Robert Plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to be you have to be good to sing those great white songs. Have you seen that guy or no? I watched some videos. I haven't seen him personally, but I was like, oh shit, they might this might actually right. make them a little bit more of a contender. It's not that it would take much. I mean, Jack Russell, he's he still sounds great, but he's it's yeah. hard to watch sometimes, you know. Yeah, he's um, definitely difficult to watch. Yeah. But he's he does still I, I saw him he sounds great. I saw him before the pandemic and he sounded yeah. Spot on to 1985, man, or 88. He sounds great. Yep, he does still. And uh, but this kid, the fact that they got that they found this kid (laughs) to to sing like that's like oh, you could tell. I saw some band photo today, and you could almost see in it that they're they're looking at him like I think we got a chance here. Look at this shit. We can actually. Well, they they got to be looking at it like you know what we we might have just bought our way to to get into retirement maybe you know i mean how many more years can great white possibly do this 10 well when you got a singer that's you know i mean that's yeah but i mean how old is mark kendall gonna be before he says enough of this shit he's gotta be 60 something he's gotta be older he could play guitar for maybe another 10 years i don't know he looked i I saw him up close i mean he's uh he's trim i mean he's an older cat for sure yeah he's definitely older so uh, I saw him one day and he was like kind of grumpy and I thought he was like staring at me all weird. Um, <laughs> like I, I played in Jersey in Atlantic city. Right. And it was like this underground, whatever this uh, place. And, uh, and he was kind of right near where I was and I was kind of near the stage, just kind of prepping my guitars. Right. I wanted him to acclimate. Cause it was like hot as shit in there. Okay. And, uh, and I could see him just kind of, he had sunglasses on, but it looked like he was just kind of sneering at me from like about, three feet away and almost made me i didn't even want to go say hi at that point but then to his defense a few days later or a few weeks later we were playing i saw him he was super nice and came up and was like hey man it was like and it was totally cool maybe i don't know sometimes when people are wearing sunglasses you don't even know what they're looking at or not where how are you treated you personally i mean they all know steven all those guys all came up together you know, everybody that you guys play with, they all came up together. How do they treat you? Who's even, I mean, you've been in that band 20 years, but they still don't know, you know, you they're treating me way better. I, I mean, when I, I guess I didn't realize it until I had the heart attack and then I started, I got all these phone calls from known, pretty known people. And I was okay. like, Holy shit, man, Mark Slaughter, Mark Torian and, right. uh, you know, Blando and all these people were, uh, yeah uh, calling up making sure i was all right i saw mark ferrari at the uh some gig and he's okay. like oh has a huge music library thing i mean he's a big dog at the music library okay um and he like he's like oh my god he came running up and gave me a big hug i was so worried about you i was like what i, I mean i didn't realize that they have accepted me after this time i think when you when you do your time and they know you've stuck it out and they know what a right. hard life it is, you know, they're, they're, they're like, all right, man, you're still one of us. And, uh, you know, so I feel like I did 
get in grandfathered in somewhere. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, you've been with Steven a long time. That's right. You know, I mean, and I was loyal, the, and they probably respect that. You know, I'm sure they uh, do. And I and and my thing is that they're probably used to seeing you. They see right. you with Steven, and they have for decades at this point. Yeah, and you do get to you. I do realize how you play the same circuit. You do run into these guys all the time, and you start yeah. to get to know them a little bit, and uh, and it's cool, man. And I and these are the last, you know, years of this of the original guys playing this music. So we mm-hmm. got to go out big, yeah, big and loud. So what do you think happens with Steven? Does Steven does Steven put out a version of Rat with no original members eventually? Oh, who knows? Uh, as we've seen, those guys are capable of doing anything. We can't say that anything wouldn't, <laughs> that is true. wouldn't happen. Um, but I could I could tell you right now, he's not getting along with Juan. Okay. Uh, and those two are the ones that technically at this moment own the name. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. But they're, I, you always hear things, but you don't know, man. Those guys are have their drama. Yeah. So Dude, it, it's so funny to look at it and think. You know, the the Don Doc and George Lynch was always the famous feud. You know, that those guys famously didn't get along. Seems to me like the rap members had way more dysfunction than Dokken ever did. They yeah, and they they forget how much they don't get along sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> get back together. Oh yeah, that's why I fucking hate you. Right? <laughs> um you know, but uh for, from what I could tell, he's gonna he's gonna go solo. Again, there was a few opportunities that come up, some big money, but they couldn't they couldn't all pull it together. Some of the the problems that they have. Wow. It's getting all of them together. Like one guy hates another guy and it won't do it's just too complex. And and honestly, you know, I mean people don't want to hear it, but I think he has the potential to make more money solo, not even at with the rat name, just, sure. just the fact of how business is run and rap being a corporation mm-hmm. that has to go through this this whole bureaucracy before steven gets paid yeah. a lot of the time and they have so many people involved when they play this like all these texts and stage people and, right. and all this and expenses from everybody in the band and right um that expenses are turned in my uber ride for to the airport and all this and by the time right. everything's said and done you know, there's times he, he might be walking away with less than a solo show. You know, sure. well, I, I would imagine that's almost all. Uh, when you think about, I mean, and, and again, I'm outside it. You're way closer to me, and you can dodge this one all you want because I'm going to start talking about money. But <laughs> I just don't think that Rat is going to pull twice what a Stephen Piercy would. Is that fair? Or will they? Well, they with the rat name, they can pull some they they can they are pulling in potentially more than that. But what I'm saying is after all the expenses and bullshit that, that comes yeah. up, uh gets so, paid and the managers and the agents of this, it's like he's walking away with with a smaller amount. Right. And and the way we're doing things now, having Jason uh green out there to help. Mm-hmm. You know, he's our tour manager, but really making sure Steven's taken care of, make, making sure he's able to get to those meet and greets and things that right. when I was, we were working on a lower level and I was maybe doing the tour managing, I couldn't take care of all that too. Right. And the merch and the, you know, it's like, 
and we would try to get by the piercing band always tried to get by with this little you know a lot of times it was just the band would show up right you know, with nothing else and we still don't really bring you know a front of house or monitors or anything like that we're just okay. old school rock band let's go for it uh but anyways the good news jason's now helping him you know uh get the biggest bang for the time out there you know with the meet and greet money and right and so he's getting that up and it's not having to go through that's like cash in hand for him you okay know, going yeah. back and he's not having to you know split it evenly with the rest of the band you know what i mean he takes very good care of us but there's but he doesn't have to split an equal share sure you know, you know so the potential is way better like if he has his merch together and all that and he's going to these these meet and greets have been doing really well uh for him and that's great because then he can take care of us better and buy tickets sooner for the flights things that end up you know eating in our costs right but from what i could see there he intends you know i could see the dates starting to load up in january and you know i know our agent big time entertainment who has a quiet riot and these other bands uh we're, we're definitely looking to put some kind of package tour okay. together for, for 2023 they are working on that and you probably will see those bands because we're all on this you know working with sullivan so it'll be who you guys quiet riot who else possibly autograph uh okay. bullet boys i'm hearing yeah we'll see uh see autographs another band no original members right that's uh what a bummer man randy Rand. yeah rest yeah. in peace bud yeah he's he was a good dude I, I i knew him a little bit i'll tell you what though uh, the, the guitar player they have that jimmy, jimmy bell jimmy mm -hmm. is fucking astounding as he is and i'm happy to call him a friend yeah i i was dude i did an interview with him it's, it's actually not even out yet it comes out in a couple of weeks i think mm -hmm. him and i just shot the shit like we've known each other our whole lives yeah it, it was the coolest interview and he was just he he could not have been nicer and it was such a weird thing because like it's so stupid so you know how these interviews go dude they're usually a half hour you know, right. it's usually, it's usually a 30 minute hit and they want you off at 25 so that they can go and take a piss and get a drink of water or something and then get, do the, do the next interview. Go back to fighting with their girlfriend. No, you go back to doing the next <laughs> interview and the next one and the next, you know, they, they line 10 of them up in a row. So I said to the publicist, I said, I'd really like to get like an extra 15 minutes with Jimmy because I, I, I didn't get to talk to anybody, mainly James Christian for house of Lords. And they just put out okay. a record as well. That's mm -hmm. really, really good. If you, if you like house of Lords, it's a really good record. So okay. in my world, I was like, well, let me do like 20 minutes of autograph and then 20 minutes of house of Lords. And they were like, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, Jimmy, Jimmy said, take an hour, take whatever you want. I was like, okay. So we did this interview me and this dude just shot the shit. It was the coolest, funnest. And I, and I've, I've met Jimmy once, you know, in person with his other band that he does with the docking guys with the, with the purple thing or uh, no, oh. what is that thing called? I forget what it's called. It's with BJ and with Chris McCarvel, uh, like boom, something or something. I don't, oh, okay. remember. I don't remember what it's called, but, um, they played at the melodic rock fest when me and Neely went out and broadcast from there. So I, I met him there. It's the only time I really met him. Coolest fucking guy, man. 
he was great he's he's been super cool every time i met him and he's another guy that like the last time i ran into him it was a quiet ride autograph piercy gig and he yeah. saw me backstage and literally came right up he's like oh my god i was so worried about you i'm so glad you're okay <laughs> i was like oh shit man i mean that that does feel good that these guys oh, yeah. actually are nice enough to me and care sure how i'm sure. doing and, these things. and he's a lefty player right he correct yeah lefty right um, lefty, no. right <laughs> no he is he is a lefty and uh yeah he goes back man i mean did you talk about the joan jett movie a little bit yeah just just uh, all i did was i asked him i asked him what he thinks when he sees 18 year old jimmy bell in that movie and he told me a cool story about that which people can yeah i mean he was there dude he was there for all that he's been around this whole time i didn't really realize it they put it together and then kind of this year kind of realized who he was and i've you know we're friends on social media and he sure. I, I love watching his videos and he he rips and it's cool i love yeah. to be you know in the same you know sure. circuit as these guys you know so it's really flattering and awesome sure. well and one of the with jimmy one of the things and and this is probably a stereotype i've convinced myself of and might not even be true but most of the left-handed players that i've seen are not very good Mm-hmm. You know, they're just, they're just not, not normally. Uh, yeah. Like Jimi Hendrix, he's awful. Okay. Okay. That's one. <laughs> no. All right. Any of them that are not named Jimmy are awful. How's that? How about that? All the, all the left-handed Jimmy's are great, but everybody else not as good. That's that right. better. If your name's Jimmy, you're fine. Everybody yeah. else. I don't know, man. Yeah. Don't quit your day job. Yeah, I mean, there's not a bunch of them out there, but. You know, I've always felt like that was more of a gimmick than it's like, you know, I'm left-handed and when I play guitar, I play guitar right-handed, you know, because that's the way the guitar was planted in my hand. Yeah, he can, and uh, you know, he, I saw him play right-handed. He grabbed, he wanted to come over and he came in our little backstage area. Jimmy didn't want to see what guitar I was playing and what, what my pedal board setup was or whatever. And he was actually started playing my guitar okay like, Wait, how are you even doing that man he's like well he's like I, I years ago i worked in a guitar center or something i had to you know sell guitars i had to be able to grab a guitar or be able to play something on it for for the kid or whoever sure. right you know? so he had it and most of the guitars were right-handed so that was his <laughs> story there i wish <laughs> i wish meanwhile i'm a fucking shitbag drummer how oh, hard okay. is it to play drums well, I can't do it. I can play finger drums on my keyboard. <laughs> I can play, but I'm not good. You know, I can play. I can I can tap around a little bit. Do you keep a, Do you have a kit currently? Not all? anymore. No, I mean it's been years. But would you, but, maybe you would. Maybe you would consider. Uh, no, dude. Not? When I was when I was playing, when I was young, and I was in my band, Distorted Illusion. That was my mm-hmm. band. And we fucking sucked. And I especially sucked. And we practiced for a year. Right. We practiced for a year and I never got any better. Well, I couldn't play Ugly Kid Joe gig. songs. I mean, can you just like set up some cool sound system in your house and just set up a kit and just fucking play along with it just yeah, to yeah, blow off nah, some steam? See, nah, I'll, I'll do this. I'll podcast. That's 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 <laughs> my music thing is, is podcasting yeah. and editing video and doing this shit. This and you're great is, at it. This is my this is my passion thing now is this kind of shit. But and it takes a lot of time to do this. People it does. don't realize how hard you work on it. It does take a lot of time. That is for sure. Especially all these fucking interviews. 
right i mean man you must have done thousand two thousand interviews i don't know oh in my life yeah probably closer to 10 wow dude i've wow, done really oh yeah Damn. yeah dude i've done just just since the pandemic started mm -hmm. i've done um uh, almost 600 holy shit i've done two a week every week pretty much since the pandemic started and then That's some weeks through some weeks three four five the, the heaviest week i've had i did eight wow that's a lot of learning about bands yeah you have to do research to you know yeah if, if you want to do good interviews i mean i guess i could be like hey you're in a band what's that like you know, i've I done could... some goofy ones man i mean have you there's a guy there's a podcaster that said something once that i resonated with me you know he was he was like hey i, I do, i'm trying to get the, my message out there i'll do all anybody who asks to interview me i'll do it okay and it'll get to achieve the goal of getting my message out you know and I, well that's pretty cool man you know maybe i'll take that take on that you know mm -hmm. eh, a lot of times it is a waste of time I it, think, it, dude it, it i i mean i've one. when i've put out my books when i release my books i have a publicist and that that helps me with the books and a lot of times they get me on these these morning show what they call morning show tours which is you do you do a seven minute interview every 10 minutes mm -hmm. so literally it's it's for like two two hours and it's during like the the eight o'clock to ten o'clock hour you know east coast and and central time Right. And then the next day would be central and West coast, you know, and, and it's two hours, but it's set. It's they, they call them, they call them a morning show tour. And I get more annoyed at these fucking interviews because nobody's read the book. Most of them haven't even seen the book. They don't know shit about me. They don't know shit about the book. They don't know, you know, and, and the funny thing is I, I have this collect one of these days, I got to bring it to the CMS and do it because I kept all my interviews and whenever they ask me the same questions, I give them a different answer. Like <laughs> some of them, some of them have like, there, there's some stock questions. They'll be like, well, as an author, what do you read? Right. And, and the truth is I don't read anything. I'm not a reader, I, you know, mm. which is weird as an author. And I get that, but, but I don't have time in a seven minute interview to get into that. Sure. So, one guy I'll say, yeah, you know, I only read tech manuals or I'll say something stupid like that. <laughs> then the next thing I'll, I'll be like, oh, you know, I'm really big into Harlequin love novels and I'll just make up shit. And I just, nice. I'll just, and I have this whole collection of, of people asking me these same stupid questions and me asking and me answering with different answers on every single question. Right. Just, just because it's like, fuck you. If you're not going to do your homework, then why am I going to fucking why am I going to try and make you just make sure you say the website? I don't even care if you have me on. You right. Know, just, just say here, here's a book, buy it. www.chrisakenbooks.com. Thank you. Don't even have to have me on. I'd be fine. Spell your name right. At least. Yeah, exactly. But dude, I, I mean, I hear some of the interviews that you guys do, mm. you know, me and Neely have made a, made a 20 year career out of just busting people's balls on these things. Mm -hmm. So you're in a band. What's that like? Yeah. You you you're in a band with Steven Piercy. Uh were you a rat fan? 
<laughs> I get people all the time. You probably do too. Just ask kind of goofy questions all the time, oh. uh, like because they have access to you on social mm-hmm. media and so forth. Hey man, how's it going? Yeah. Oh. Hey man, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, t- reading your fucking stupid message, man. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get the the funny thing is, that, and this is one that I get that you probably don't get, but because all I do is talk, I get people that are listening to some segment on the internet from 14 years ago or whatever. <laughs> and I'll just get the punchline to some joke. And, and, and I mean, literally I'll get an instant message and it'll be like, because she sat on the oven door. <laughs> and I'm like, what does that no even reference mean? whatsoever none and Content. i'll be like what does that even mean and then they'll be like well in this segment on youtube at 2238 you said i right. i you know and i don't remember i don't remember what me and you talked about last segment honestly hey, i don't think i do either i i don't i don't re- you know i when I'm doing the write-ups and shit for the for the episodes, I got to go back and watch the videos because I don't remember. <laughs> you know, and and you're gonna bring me up something from 15 years ago, right? Some joke. My you know, I don't remember. That. My girlfriend does that to me with shit. <laughs> like like yells at me about something that like was from way long time ago. I don't oh, even yeah. remember. Or, who are you talking to? I go when. You know, you know who I mean. What? 1997. You know, it was a Thursday, right? Yeah, <laughs> dude. When I was going through my divorce, this is no bullshit. My ex-wife brought up something that she didn't like when we were dating. Yeah, Come when we on, were dating, that go. would. You know, we were married 23 years. We dated a year before that. She literally said to me, well, when we were dating you, I know that you made out with so-and-so. What? I was like, okay, well, you had plenty of opportunity not to marry me if that was a case. Exactly. Thank you. Once you married me, that's off the table. That's right. We've concluded that chapter. We're on to a new chapter. You can't pull up the old chapter. Right. And as, as far as I'm concerned, if you didn't break up with me today, that means that that fight is over. Right? Right. Yeah. You can't argue about that in a, in a month. Exactly. You didn't break up with me today. So that fight is over. Thank you. That's the way I always look at it is, you know, <laughs> you can't bring up the, I would never bring up the past. Like, you know, I, I just never would be like, my like my ex a lot of times like my ex changed like she she changed like when when we first started dating like we would go and see like the same like movies and stuff and we would go see the arnold movies or the horror movies or whatever and then she changed and then oh shit uh, are you in trouble maybe (laughs) (laughs) about me about about talking about this I, I don't know. <laughs> you didn't even say nothing. I, d- I don't think I did, right? I don't think so. I think it was me. But, okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> well, you want to change topics? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, let's change topics then. That's fine. We can, we can switch up. All right. Um, here's another one. 
that I, it's a hot topic right now with bands. You know that Wasp is out on tour, right? Yes. And with Wasp being out on tour, people are seeing what they're doing now, which is, um, it's, they're using tracks, but they're also performing live. So Blackie is singing, but he's singing over a track of himself singing. Oh, yes. I knew this because we toured with them. Oh, you did know, you? Did all, in oh, that's right. Yeah, 2005. I saw that show with you guys in Metal Church, maybe? It was, I th- and uh, L.A. Guns. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to that show at uh, Peabody's. Yeah, pe- we did do that on that yeah. tour. It was a, a lot of, also a lot of House of Blueses and stuff, but yeah. it was awesome. you know. But at the same time, they were working with those tracks, like, and he was pretty animated about not letting people know about that, like, you know clear in the the room for sound check like no one was allowed to be at sound check right if you were not on the in the band right know? even the chefs or cooks anybody there had to leave oh geez. They would do that so we we kind of knew they were doing some of that but it wasn't you know he does it well and he is singing i think a good amount of it um you know some modern bands are more egregious yeah but i mean it, it, see this is i'm for it personally if it makes the show better i really don't give a shit you know to me personally all i want is for the crazy amount of money that it costs to go see a show these days i want a good show i don't really i'm not hung up on the well it's not all them and it's not all natural i'm not hung up on it i want a good show and if i don't get a good show then i'm really fucking pissed yeah you know well i mean if you i mean think about it dude like the wasp show here i wanted to get seats like actual sit down seat i do not do i don't do general admission shit i do seats and with the seats it's fucking 318 dollars a ticket 318 bucks wow you know if i spent 318 dollars see a show it better be fucking good yeah oh my god i would never pay that much no i would be to watch like the rolling stones last concert ever or something yeah or zeppelin or something yeah it'd have to be something amazing not not fucking wasp no offense to them i love wasp but they're that's what they're charging for this well again it was the tickets got bought by the secondary market and now they're all on the secondary market okay it's that whole that whole horse shit of Ticketmaster sells their tickets to StubHub, and then you got to buy them off a of StubHub or whatever. Okay. So it's just a big fucking waste. But if the show stinks, then I'd really be. Can you imagine if you spent three hundred dollars for a ticket, then another fifty to park, then another you know fifty to a hundred for drinks and and food or something, right? You're talking about a thousand bucks with two people. What's, what would make it a stinky show? Like, you know, technical problems or just bad a vocal. Having, just he's, he's having a struggling on the vocals kind of deal. To me, that's bad. Yeah, dude. I've seen, I mean, I'm, I've seen a bunch of shows, you know, I, I always point to the rock USA when we went and David Lee Roth was horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. And although David Lee Roth honks are like, oh no, that's just Dave. He's improvising. He's blah 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 blah. And I'm like improvising my ass. 
he's fucking horrible. You know, he, he was bad. And we walked, me and my friend Scotty, we left. We just, we, we waited about eight songs in and we were like, we saw Eddie do his solo and we were like, all right, we're out. <laughs> and we left, wow. you know, so it just was, it just was, you know, time to go, I guess. But I mean, times are changing, I guess. I mean, depending on, you know, what type of music you're doing, if like, there's just a lot of this music is computer generated stuff. You don't have mm -hmm. a choice, but to like do it. And then there's the modern guitarists that, that also, you know, are using, you know, laptops to like change the effects. They're like playing the guitar, right? You know, but this thing's actually changing their, their, their tones and stuff mm -hmm. uh, to do all this technical stuff. And they, it's uh, complex, but it all is routed through these computers and they have to, they need all that stuff. Right. I don't mess with, the, I mean, we're old school, as you know. We just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. I've been in situations. Um, I don't know if the, if the listeners know, but I w played, a brief stint in the band earshot oh yeah uh, yeah mm -hmm. in the early uh 2000s and right. uh, they were a band that that also blew in you know the choruses and stuff and they wanted me to just go up and like lip sync <laughs> and i flat out was like fuck that i'm like right. i don't care what you do but i'm singing those parts because i can i'll sure you can blend it and i'll sing along with it but i am not going to go up there and no way Right and at the time, because I don't know, I was, I mean, me today, maybe I would lip sync <laughs> 20 years ago. I was like, I ain't doing it. How big is the check? Oh. Yep, I'm in. <laughs> oh, it was not big, it was awful. I mean, that was the worst paying thing I ever did. Earshot was, yeah, uh, definitely. That band, it was that band had like some success. They were, I liked, I was a fan of the band, and through a, a mutual friend, they were looking for a guitarist for, for this tour right uh that was coming up and marzi was the other guitar player who's played with phil Anselmo, yeah yeah the Regals and stuff yeah i know marzi and, uh, and i had to had to go up to la and the, we had like rehearse for like a month right you know which i'm not even I, we piercy beyond never rehearses but uh anyways i was driving <laughs> up there for the month with these guys and we sounded great and uh went out and played it it wasn't until about you know two weeks in that we hadn't got any money and i'm just like uh where's my fucking money man and uh well usually we don't pay the band till the tour is over and then if everything goes smooth we'll get oh boy <laughs> yeah you know, that's where i was like oh man you know when you realize i'm gonna lose everything back right home. my apartment everything no i'm fucked i made a terrible mistake coming out here you know All right and, then at that point, you know, the attitude changes, you know, on my behalf. And I, I'll still like carry forth because it's about the music to some extent. I was in it to finish that tour, but uh, I started to get at odds with like the drummer. Something had come up. He was like kind of putting a damper on our Marzi and me's fun time. I'll just right. that. And I had to give him a talking to. And then that was like, <laughs> The final straw, the straw, then the Will Singer guy just like dropped me off at an airport. And oh, Jesus, thanks. Uh, yeah, like sent me home, like you know. But I was, wow. he knew that I wasn't going to put up with this shit. He knew that right. I was that, that the money, you know, whatever. It was just, it was my first reality check that just because you're joining a band that might be known at the time or have a name or a song on the radio does not translate to getting a sure. fair salary. I mean, these guys were trying to pay me 
$300 a week. Oof. Dude, that's brutal. After going and rehearsing for a fucking month and, and you know, killing it on all their songs, you know, doing great. And I was like so insulted, you know what I mean? What were they making? Do you know? Like, were they making like five G's or no, no. I mean the band, I mean, that was the other thing is so the surprise that some of these bands are getting such a low amount. Sometimes they weren't getting much, but we're, we're, their expenses weren't much either, you know? Uh, And there were, there was five dudes in the band, but then he was deciding to make dumb moves, like take a sound guy, uh, bring a monitor guy, bring, bring a, you know a tour manager these things he at his level they didn't need to be doing that and i was vocal about that i don't think he liked that either me (laughs) i played with piercy and i kind of knew i'm like if piercy can go out without a crew you could go out without a yeah true dude do you ever get do you ever get intimidated by other players like marzi's an amazing like highest echelon player uh no he but what he does i mean he at playing metal, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, dude! That guy could rip some metal, yeah, some like I mean, he's dime amazing. Bag style shit, yeah, definitely. But uh, you know what? No, I, I wouldn't say I was intimidated by it. I don't, I, I don't know why. I'm not trying to sound like a dick. No, well, I'm I just, just asking, uh, I'm just asking. No, just in general, I'm good too, man. I, I'll, I'll, I sound good too, and I Hell know yeah. it. And so, uh, you know, if I wouldn't take the whatever gig it is, I wouldn't take it unless I could do it well. Right. That said, I'm going to show up and play the songs good. So whoever's playing there, it, it's going to be good. I'm not going to be intimidated by it. I, fuck, I've had to go and play with Rat, you sure. know, with Warren D. Martini and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, dude, it's, but, it's funny. It's it's funny to me. You brought up Marzi. Did you do you know that me and him had a problem? Like, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, we're not. We didn't maintain friendship. Or no, no, I get it, but. Dude, this was, and it, I, I hate it because I'm a fan. I am absolutely a fan of that guy. Mm-hmm. And I did an interview with him uh, three, four years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I thought it went great. I mean, I really thought it went fantastic. And we we touched briefly on Anselmo, and he said something a little bit off. Mm-hmm. And Blabbermouth picked up on that line. And then he went on his social media, just crushing me. And I was like, whoa, I didn't do, you know, I was like, I didn't do anything, you know, but he did. He went on. I thought I did a good interview and this guy just fucked me over. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? I was like, you said it, you know, you're mad, but you said it. I didn't say it. You know? Well, yeah, I'm sure he'll, he's pretty. He probably forgot it by now, but. It just surprised me that well, maybe that, not. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I mean, who knows? Right but, now, no. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Who knows? But <laughs> all right, brother. I'm tired. I yeah, think gotta, I think you got to go deal with with hell Damage in a minute. Control. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life pre pre divorce. <laughs> that was always my routine: do the show, then deal with damage control. But I'm pretty sure we agree that i didn't say anything i don't know, know that you said anything you i know, think i was talking about or that's, that's um all. yeah maybe but i'm i'm sure you'll find out here in a minute but yeah they were out your party and i think they oh, so they might be able, tipsy. yeah yeah might have like, a couple of attack? might have heard me <laughs> saying something thought it was you and right who knows whatever you can play out, you can play it back for him tomorrow or whatever and, <laughs> right. and say look it wasn't me chris is the asshole 
See, that's always the answer. Chris is the asshole. That is always, that works. Well, bro, I totally appreciate you taking six long hours to do this, dude. This is a ton of fun. And me and you are boys. So, you know, the door's always open, dude, whenever you want to do this. And me and you are doing this again, actually, on um, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. On Tuesday, we are, for anybody that is interested, Eric and I both will be on the Smoke and Talk and Roll podcast with Todd Chase on of Tough on um, Tuesday at 9. I think I'm on at 9 and you're on it, or me and you both are on it at 9.15 okay. in, in the Eastern time zone. All right. So anybody that wants to check that out, just look up um, Smoke and Rock and Roll on Facebook or uh, or Twitch or what are they on? Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. So, you know, that's where we will be showing our ugly faces and telling more stories. So, Done so there that. we go. So why don't we wrap it up with a little rat since you are sort of in rat these days, kind of, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> you are you are the guitar player in Rat, as far as I'm concerned. It never was Jordan Ziff. Again, right. me saying that, me saying that, <laughs> not Eric. But <laughs> well, dude, this has been a lot of fun, man. Thanks so much for doing this, bro. Thanks for having me, my friend. All right, bro. And until next week, Neely will be back. And um, till then, it is me, Chris Aiken, and we will see you fucks later. Peace. Peace out. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand job. MyHappyDesires.com Visit us at MyHappyDesires.com and add some toys to your toy box. Let your imagination be the guide to your stress relief. MyHappyDesires.com has everything for the perfect play night. Alone or not, you choose. Fuel your desires without breaking the bank. MyHappyDesires.com